25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them out the hole. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the west right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. He's The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. All right, let's do it. Hour two of the show beginning as we speak at this very moment in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance in all 82 counties across the state of Mississippi. Hometown Heroes, your local Farm Bureau insurance agents offering you competitive rates, They give you the friendly service, the fast service that you need because it's someone you know personally, someone you live down the street from. You see them when you go out to eat, you know, after church on Sundays or heck, you see them in church and you have a cell phone number. When something pops up, an insurance need, you just call them and they're three blocks away. You know, they're right there where you live. They're from where you are from. And that's what you get with Farm Bureau. And that's why I can't recommend them enough. Great people there. Give them a shot. And as you know, as always, we stay connected to you here on the show, not just while we're on the air, but around the clock, tweeting and uploading and live streaming and podcasting and posting and whatever, because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi, C Spire, they are customer inspired. During the break, I poured the remaining coffee out of my thermos into this mug. I drink coffee from High Point Roasters in New Albany. My friend Dan Skinner, Dan the Coffee Man, y'all follow him on Twitter and get your coffee. If you if if you like coffee, just trust me and get some from High Point Roasters in New Albany. Highpointroasters.com. And man, I took a sip. It's still hot. Good. Gracious alive is that good. It is so good. It is the real deal. Roger, my breakfast this morning consisted of one of those Mary B's biscuits with local honey. Oh, yeah. Um, several pieces of the pepper jack and green onion sausage from Country Pleasing Sausage, a great Mississippi company, and this right here, this coffee from High Point Roasters. Now, the beans didn't come from around here, but they roasted it here. And, man, you talk about getting the day started right. I used to. I have to help my grandfather. He was a, one of the larger beekeepers in Lee County. And really? uh, I was deathly afraid of bees. <laughs> but I'd have, to, I'd have to get in there and uh, yeah. deal with it, man, when we're extracting that honey. As I say, there's nothing sweeter than two below honey. That's right. It was good. All right. Uh, in about, so let's see, two minutes from right now, if everything goes according to plan, we're going to kick off a conversation with Parrish Alford of the Northeast Mississippi Daily Journal. Parrish covers Ole Miss, and he covered that win for the men's basketball team last night over Mississippi State. First, though, I got Paul listening in Forest, hanging on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Hey, Paul, what's up? Hey, Matt. How are you guys doing this morning? Just right. Good to hear from you. 
listen to you a lot. Love the show. Thank you. I haven't called in in a while, but um, I wanted to ask you, why earlier in the show, were you so dismissive about Ole Miss's chances of going into Western and picking up a victory? Yeah, I did, didn't I, Paul? You I, just I, basically I, said forget <laughs> it. I did. I said they're not winning there. And I think part of it is I don't expect them to. Number two, it's not well, like they're playing them I in Oxford. They're playing them. They're they're playing them in Lexington. I think that's what it is, Paul. I will go on record as saying that I don't think they have a chance of beating Kentucky in Lexington. Well, now the Bulldogs played them pretty close. Now I know. And Vandy, yeah. look, Vandy gave them a pretty good ball game last they absolutely night. Absolutely did. And, and they, if you remember, they've lost about five games this year. So yeah, I know. But like, they're... here's the thing, though, Paul. Like State. You know, coming close, and Vandy had a lead in the first half. They still didn't beat them. Right. And here's why I say that, okay? I'm a little bit cynical when it comes to, like, playing a football game in Tuscaloosa or playing a or playing a basketball game in Lexington. Last week, I don't know if you heard me say this, but last week when State was going to play at Kentucky, I was talking right. to my dad that day uh, at lunchtime that day. That. He lives down in Dothan, Alabama, but see – he we lived he lived we lived in Louisville Kentucky when I was little bitty brand new for about three years he was in the seminary up okay. there and he got a real good okay. um, mouthful of Kentucky fans and Kentucky basketball oh, I can imagine. and he told me that day he said Matt they're not beating Kentucky up there he said and they're going to have a couple of players foul out it's just what happens when you play at Kentucky and lo and behold. If State didn't have exactly two players foul out, it was very prophetic. Yeah, so I am I am not high on Ole Miss's chances of beating Kentucky. I'm sorry. Okay, one more thing though, I got to say, I listened to your interview a week or so ago with Mike Bianco. Yeah, great interview. Thank you. I listened to your interview with Sabonis. Great interview. I've just got one problem with the two. Okay. When you finished your interview with Sabonis, you gave out a hell state. If you did not say Hottie Dottie. <laughs> and I'm not going to. Look, I it want was, you to say Hottie Toddy. Well, look, it would take a special circumstance or something for me to say Hottie Toddy. Look, Paul. I love y'all, even though. Y'all can be a nuisance. Talk to you later. Man, I could have swore I heard you say that to somebody the other day. <laughs> Didn't he just? Did he just call us a nuisance? He said, "I love y'all, but you can be a nuisance sometimes." <laughs> look, I responded when. when look, when, we'll on the radio, hotty toddy for you. On the radio, when Chris Lamonis says to me, he says, "All right, thanks, Hail State." I'm saying Hail State back to him. If. If on the radio, if someone were to say to me, all right, Matt, hottie toddy, I'll probably just say, all right, thanks. But I'm not going to say hottie toddy, you know, as a as a salutations and a greetings or anything like that. I'm not going to be doing it. Wouldn't be intellectually honest. That's right. It wouldn't. It'd be like. Insincere. Right. Exactly. It'd be like, you know, getting the folks on my former radio show, to say, say Hail State. It wouldn't be fooling anybody. So I'm not trying to fool anybody, Paul. That's all it is. All right, moving on. Somebody that watched it go down in person last night, Parrish Alford, who covers Ole Miss for the Northeast Mississippi Daily Journal. You can follow him on Twitter, at Parrish Alford. Parrish, uh, welcome to the show on the Divinity Equipment phone. Parrish, I um, started the show but with this question. I'll pose it to you. 
What in the world has gotten into Ole Miss basketball all of a sudden? Well, Matt, I think they've just made a, a couple of steps forward. Go back, and, and this has been a pretty good home team this year. Mm-hmm. They've been different on the road, which is the mark of a team that is inexperienced at a couple of spots and uh, and, and rebuilding uh, in those areas. But uh, let's go back and look at uh, the Auburn game at home, the LSU game at home, the Arkansas game at home. I mean, they had the double figure leads in the second half against uh, Arkansas and Auburn. They had a six-point lead uh, against LSU with about six or seven minutes left. I mean, this is a team that has been in games with chances to win at home, mm-hmm. and and they've just seem to uh, have gotten over the hump a little bit, at least at home, in these last uh, three games. Yeah. So it's not it's not terribly different uh, from uh, what we were seeing, except that uh, they the last two games in particular, they, they really seem to be playing better defensively. I mean, a lot of this season, this team was getting beaten off the dribble. And, uh, and you saw that when they won against South Carolina. Make Coastar, man, they couldn't stop it. You know, he put the ball on the floor and, and get to the rim and finish or get to the free throw line. There was a lot less of that against Florida, against Mississippi State. And, uh, you know, and again, uh, last night, you know, when they weren't playing, man, they were having some success, uh, in the zone. And, uh, you know, that, that takes away a little bit of that getting beaten off the bounce. Right. Paris, it's such a great point you make. I mean, you can just look at scores and and see. We go all the way back to just before conference play began when they went and played that Wichita State team that was ranked, and they lose by 20 on the road, and it was ugly. And then, you know, 10-point loss on the road to A&M, 16-point loss on the road to Florida. You know, uh, what was it, a 20-something, uh, I don't know, 25 or something point loss at Tennessee. But then when they yep. beat when even though it's not a great Georgia team, just beating Georgia on the road, ever since then they've looked a little different. You mentioned it. I mean, the loss at home to Auburn, but that's a game they they gave, they scared Auburn to death as much as anybody else has. Could have very easily beaten, played well at LSU and now three in a row at home. It was some what is it about that win at Georgia? finally getting a road win that seemed to maybe give them some confidence. Well, I mean, I think that's it, confidence. Anytime you see the ball go in the basket, play well for stretches of time, you're going to gain some confidence. Now, Georgia's not a great team right now. They're not, uh, you know, but that was – Ole Miss was not a great team when they played that game, mm. you know. And uh, they, they needed to beat somebody, and they did. They, they got off of that uh, 0-6 in the conference start that they were on. And so that did give them some confidence. Now, you know, when they went to LSU, they didn't play well that game either. I mean, so, so that's kind of the hiccup in this stretch. They did play well against Auburn. They had a 19-point lead in the second half. Right. But again, we go back to the inability to guard off the bounce. And uh, you, you could look at the end of the Auburn game and just see over and over and over Auburn getting to the free throw line and converting. And, uh, you know, I think that is the difference that I see uh, in Ole Miss the last two games. Uh, Florida and State both shooting in the 35 range, you know, and uh, just a little bit better defense. 
you know, and I thought, Matt, for a while that it might have to do with, uh, you know, a mostly seven-player rotation in the in the second halves of games because, you know, earlier on it seemed like Ole Miss, uh, you know, would guard the bounce well, would would defend better in the first halves of games. But uh, you, you could see them kind of uh, wilt a little bit later, and they, they haven't done that these last two games. Parrish Alford on your radio. What, how do we how do you put into perspective what we are seeing from Bree and Tyree right now, particularly in these last three? Well, I just I think you're seeing a guy who you know, again, uh, he's had some good road games, but uh, nothing like this stretch at home. And I, I think you're seeing a guy playing with the urgency that comes from knowing that you know, his career is going to be over soon as it relates to Ole Miss anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're seeing the intensity that goes with that. Uh, I think there's, you know, more drive defensively, uh, in these games. But again, you know, it's, this is a small sample size and these are home games. And, uh, Tyree is, is feeding off the energy of the crowd. I think he does that. But uh, he is one, you know, he's streaky now. If, if he gets one or two to drop, you know, you can, you know, he's, he's going to hit some more. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's what, uh, what happened in the second half against South Carolina. And that's what happened uh, again last night. But, you know, again, a, a big part of uh, these last three games is other guys are scoring with him. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't the case so much earlier in the season, you know, you can look at the stat sheet and see Ole Miss has some guys averaging double figures, but Hadim C., uh, Blake Henson, Devontae Shure have not always been making impactful buckets at big times in the game. Mm. You know, if there was a big shot to be made, it was almost always uh, from Tyree. I thought, uh, you know, one of the most important stretches of play last night was when C started getting some angles, started driving aggressively, and had like uh, eight points in the last 350 or so of the first half. And uh, and then Schuler, who hadn't hit a bucket all night, gets that three at the buzzer before the half. You know, if, if Ole Miss uh, doesn't, if those guys don't play well in that stretch, then, uh, you know, State might be up 10 at halftime. That game could look a lot different. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, it's interesting you say that, um, you know, about the other guys and and what they've contributed. But I just go back, Parrish, as you were talking there, I just clicked on it to look at it, and he's averaging twenty points on the year. He's had now, I guess this is four games where he's over thirty points. His first forty point game, but only twice all season has he had twenty or more points in a road game, and that was twenty on the road in the win over Georgia, and then he had 26 on the road in a 10-point loss at A&M. And anywhere else on the road, he's failed to get to that 20-point mark. So it's something – I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it, for a shooter like Tyree that in that arena in Oxford, he's just lighting everybody up, especially here recently. Yeah, I spoke with Joe Harvell, man. This is a guy that knows a little bit about scoring buckets for Ole Miss, man. Uh, yeah. So number, number two all-time. With them, he's in uh, the Facebook group with me at Ole Miss discussion with 
Parrish Alford, and I, I got him to answer some questions today uh, about Brian Tyree and, and what makes him an effective scorer and whatnot. And, and that was one of the things he hit on, like right away. He said he's he's got to take that mentality to the road. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's feeding off the home crowd. You know, he, he really needs to uh, attack the rim more on the road. And, and that's a matter of, uh, that's a mental discipline. And, uh, and that's a level that, uh, that Brian Tyree needs to reach down the stretch. No doubt about it. Parrish Alford on your radio right now. Covers Ole Miss for the Northeast Mississippi Daily Journal. As you heard him mention right there, you need to go over to Facebook and check out his uh, page there. Ole Miss Discussion with Parrish Alford. Check it out on Facebook uh, if you haven't already. How closely can we compare what we're seeing from Tyree to what we saw there for a couple of years with Steph Moody? when he would just go off and he's huge point totals and he'd just shoot people out of the gym. Is there a comparison there? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, they're, they're just both very effective scorers in different ways. Moody was a more physical player. You know, mm. Moody was going to just leap up above the rim. Uh, yeah, I mean, just incredible leaping ability, but just, just sculpted differently than Tyree. More mm. physical player. When he got an angle, he was going to get to the rim and finish. Mm. Okay, um, Tyree gets an angle; he's going to beat you with his speed. But uh, you know, I thought, and, and maybe this was uh, about uh, you know not being aggressive enough. But uh, you know, early in the game last night, I thought State did a good job of taking away those angles. You know, or maybe they were just kind of feeling each other out. But you know, he did not look comfortable early in that game yeah. last night. But uh, you know, as we've said, he is streaky, and when he gets one going and the crowd gets into it, you know, he, he knocks them down. What do you make of their chances in Lexington? Not good, for all the reasons you and your previous caller were discussing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just uh, it's a hard place to win. This is not the Kentucky team of uh, four or five years ago when it seemed like uh, uh, Calipari was getting the one and dones every year. It's not the same kind of team, but uh, and and so yeah, I mean somebody could go in there and win. It's going to be hard, you know. I look at Ole Miss right now, and I think um, the idea that they were going to return to the NCAA tournament uh, this season was a bit of a of a high expectation. Probably you know probably overhyped a little bit on that end. They you know I, I thought for them to get back to the dance, they were going to have to check off about four or five boxes. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those was that uh, Devontae Shuler was going to have to score with Tyree, and that really hasn't happened to the last three or four games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were going to have to have some of these newcomers play like they've been in the program already, really contribute at a higher level than they should have to. But they were going to rely on those guys, and they've not gotten what they hoped they would get from uh, Sammy Hunter, who's injured right now, from Austin Crowley, a couple of freshmen. Uh, Hadim C. earlier in the season was not the player that, that he's kind of become the last couple of games. You know, so they weren't checking those boxes. They didn't stay injury free. They lost a, you know, a key defensive player in Luis Rodriguez. You know, about the only box that they checked was, uh, Tyree was going to score again and score big. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, there were a lot of other things that needed to happen. That hasn't happened. Can they get back in it? I don't think so. 
you know, a one in seven conference start, there are consequences for that. Sure. Um, I was look, looking at the schedule. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Ole Miss had four quadrant one wins last year when they were an eight seed. They have one quadrant one win right now, and they ha- only have the opportunity in their last eight games. We're not talking about the SEC tournament, but in their last eight games, they only have the opportunity for three more. Mm. That would be winning at Kentucky, winning at Auburn, and winning at State. Ooh. You know, yeah. Uh, so they would have to. They got to do all that, and uh, plus not uh, trip over themselves at home. Right. And and then they're you know and and then maybe then they're back in the conversation. But that's that's a big big task. Yeah, it certainly is. Well, it's still going to be fun to watch, kind of see how they do and what Tyree can do on the road. And Man, what a win. What a streak for them here in the last three. Yeah. Parrish, I really do appreciate your time, man. Thank you. Matt, have a good day. All right, you too. That's Parrish Alford of the Northeast Mississippi Daily Journal. Follow him on Twitter, at Parrish Alford. Check out his Facebook discussion there, Ole Miss Discussion with Parrish Alford on Facebook. Go like that page if you haven't already. Got a little globe trotters. Yeah, that's what it felt like. That yeah. game was. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, 40 points, 27 in the second half from Tyree. Whew. You don't see that too much. All right. Continuing along in the Farm Bureau studio, stay with me. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. Back on the show, I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio, connected to you because of C Spire. Remind you again, regardless of whether you're sleeping well or not, you can sleep better. This is something I want you to know about, okay? It's a new company called Nest and Wild. They're based right here in Mississippi. Nest and Wild. Look them up at nestandwild.com. Spell it just like it sounds. They are a Mississippi-based mattress company making high-quality stuff, shipping it right to your door. 12-inch thick mattresses that are all American-made. Okay, Not a lot of the 8-inch or 10-inch like competitors, but every mattress from Twin to California King, 12 inches thick. It's the real stuff. It's all made in America from mattress to base, everything in between. Price is great. You're going to find that out at nestandwild.com. And they're offering you a deal right now. You go to nestandwild.com, order your mattress, get a discount by using my code. It's bully20, bully20, bully20. And you're going to get 20% off and a free pillow top mattress pad with your order. Your mattress will show up at your door in three to five days. And then you can sleep on it for 99 nights. And if you're not satisfied, you send it back. 
nestandwild.com. Check them out. All right. As we said earlier, lots of ways for you to be a part of the show. If everything goes according to plan, the homecoming queen is going to make an appearance coming up a little bit later. Looking forward to that. My Valentine on the radio with a couple of days until Valentine's Day. Maybe we give a few tips for you guys out there listening. What would make sense if you're late to the store to get that Valentine's gift? We may, we may discuss that. That's coming up. All right, first, though, uh, give me a shout. On the Divinity Equipment phone line, 995-1059. I told you earlier, Divinity Equipment in Madison on Highway 51, Spring Ridge Road in Jackson. They're getting the spring stuff out. That means mowers. And if you want a deal on a big-time mower, a zero-turn mower, they have some of the Toro mowers that are still 2019 models that they're ready to get rid of. Huge discounts on those things. They're still brand new. They're just 2019 models. Up to $1,000 off. You can get 0% APR for 48 months. And then you could also take part in the mow now, pay later plan where you take it and mow and you don't make a payment for five months. It's a really cool deal. That's at Divini. 995-1059. Also, text the show 885-ESPN. 885-ESPN, the country-pleasing text line. Let's see here. Casper says, Barry Stewart could hit threes. That's another one. You go back, somebody brought up uh, Daryl Wilson at Mississippi State, maybe the last true three-point threat. And they've had some others, though, since then. And Barry Stewart was one of them, no doubt. Rebel Ghost Rider says this. Dear Bulldog, Let's agree on a safe word before our final meeting this season. Hotty toddy. <laughs> what do you mean by that, Rebel Ghost Rider? Why do we need a safe word? I, I mean, I know what a safe word is, but why do we need one? You're going to have to fill me in on that one. Grumpy on the country-pleasing text says, Matt, I shoot squirrels, feed them to the gators and chicken hogs. Signed, <laughs> Grumpy. Country-pleasing sausage in grocery stores throughout the Southeast. The best sausage you can possibly put on your plate. It doesn't have any of the you know, parts. It's all hand-picked hams and bacons and pork loins. And that, that's what goes into this process of making sausage at Country-pleasing. It's leaner. They make small batches so it's more consistent. It's coarse ground, natural casings that... It's a little more snappy, you know, a snappy bite when you bite into it. Roger can attest to that. He's had it. Yeah. And they use hickory logs, not sawdust, hickory logs that they split them on site every day. That's what goes into their smoker. Better smoke and a stronger flavor. That's country pleasing. Earlier, mechanically separated chicken lips. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that. Nah. <laughs> we don't have to put up with that. Um, when Chicken Hawk called in earlier, Casper texted and said, that dude drank too much Mountain Dew at lunch. <laughs> I think that's a joke that's been made before. That's but his normal speed. Yeah. Some, okay, and, and Rebel Ghost Rider says, you need a safe word so we stop spanking the bulldog butt. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I see what you're saying. You're saying I need a safe word to call it off. To call the butt whipping off the next time we play. Well, it may not be the same way the next time, huh? Look at here on the Divinity Equipment phone line. The man, the myth, the legend, 
who has predicted some things on this show before, like Mississippi State's baseball team getting to Omaha last year, like the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl this year, and the like. His name is Gator Greg. Greg, how are you, sir? Hey, uh, well, Mr. White, congratulations on that Super Bowl victory. Uh, you and Chris Jones, uh, I know that was that was big for you because you, you've been a true fan of the Chiefs. You and uh, and maybe uh, you uh, you can mention uh, Rob Jay in the yes, Jackson sir. area. Yes, sir. Long time suffering Chiefs fans. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you got to get a Super Bowl victory in your lifetime. That that's big. You know, uh, yeah. you know, we so we we're proud of you. Uh, let's see, Mr. Wyatt. Let's talk about it. Uh, you know, last night a tough one. Your, your team took on the chin there. I was looking, and I guess I stopped watching when Mississippi stayed up like twelve. With four minutes to go in the first half, they were shooting sixty percent. Yeah, if I remember right, they had a lead with twelve minutes left in the game. Okay, but I'm even going back to the first half when they really were—I thought were clicking. You yeah. know, they were yeah. up twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, shooting a high percentage. You know, uh, you know, and and you, you know, next thing you know, Ole Miss. I think that was maybe the big key is they got it. To a two-point game at the half when they were down twelve. Okay, and Greg, you, let me ask half, you a question. Let me ask you. Over. Let me ask you a question. You watch a lot of sports, and and shoot me an honest answer here. In a game like that, when you're at home, okay, and State has come in there, and in the first half, State's built. I know they had you know a 10, 12 point lead at one point, and all of a sudden, two things happen. They go to a one-three-one on the full court. It really gives State's ball handlers trouble, and Tyree just starts taking over the game by putting it on the floor, driving by people because State can't guard him there in man-to-man. How much of all those decisions and that turnaround in that game goes to Kermit Davis? How much of it is just strictly coaching? Well, I mean, again, I think he's a pretty underrated coach, mm-hmm. and I was listening to you guy you had on there earlier that follows the Rebels, uh, the guy that uh, the, the newspaper yeah, guy, Alford. I believe, up North mm-hmm. Mississippi. Yeah. He, does a, he does a good job. I think Kermit uh, made the adjustments, and his players playing at home in a rivalry game fed off of that. Hey, I mean, the Gators was up there Saturday. Uh, unfortunately, I saw that, Mr. Wyatt. They got smoked. And Kermit may not quite had the players. I mean, you lose a Terrence Davis and you lose some of those other guys, you're going to take a step back. But it's good to see Tyree kind of go off, kind of spinning it forward to Mississippi State side. Mm. It's not what you need at this time of year. And, uh, you know, they didn't handle that. That's something that, that, that's got to be kind of head-scratching and disappointing. And, look, those guys have got to look in the mirror. they still got, you know, opportunities in front of them to play well down the stretch. And probably they're going to have to need a couple of wins probably in the tournament, in the SEC tournament, to probably get in there. But, yes, it, 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 Kermit made some adjustments. But I think his team just played and fed out the crowd. And, hey, Morgan Freeman, they're undefeated when he's in the house. And then get him <laughs> to come to every game. You need to have Morgan Freeman in there with you and the homecoming queen. When the homecoming queen comes on the show, I have to stop everything, go to lunch, and listen to her. All right. She's got well, that much power. So. Looks like. It- but, Mr. Wyatt, we got you a Super Bowl T-shirt coming uh, we got some friends up in Kansas City that got me some of that swag. So next time I'm in the Tupelo area, we're going to hook you in the homecoming queen up. But I, it is must-listen radio when she's on there. I will hope she's listening to that. And it's always must-listen when you're on the Rogers on. You have a great day. You Go too. Gators. Gator Greg out and the homecoming queen coming up next. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.
It's a different kind of work we got here. Back on the show in the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau Insurance. In all 82 counties across the state of Mississippi, you need to have your insurance with Farm Bureau because in all 82 counties, you have local insurance agents, your hometown heroes, somebody you can deal with one-on-one, face-to-face, and that's the way it ought to be. It's the way it is. The way it is with Farm Bureau. Rebel Ghost Rider is having a good time today on the Country Pleasing text line. He says, by the way, Tyree just scored again. Boom, boom. Good one. He also said, you and Gator Greg have a lot in common. Both whooped by them Rebels recently. Yeah, I know it. Now they call in their text. Now, here we are. hear from here the they folks yesterday. Hey, no. they're, they're vocal today, and rightfully so. They earned it. <laughs> uh, speaking of Rebels, mine, my Valentine is in the Farm Bureau studio, sitting right across from me, the homecoming queen. Hello. Hi. She has entrance. Take a bow. It's a little, it's a little extended there, isn't it? Not a bow, a curtsy. <laughs> a curtsy? Did I say bow? Yeah, you would bow. I would bow, and you. Would, I don't I would know curtsy. this. Thing. Don't get it twisted, Matt. Yeah, yeah sorry. Get it about right. That. Well, Annabeth, uh, homecoming queen, welcome hey. to the show. Hey, thanks. Been a while. Ole Miss beat the tar out of Mississippi State last night in men's basketball. Have you told everybody that I was watching the game, but you were not? Yeah, I did. Y'all were at the father-daughter dance i sure did so sweet it was great I, y'all had the best time i, I had a great time i really you did. danced you danced and danced mary Liddy was so happy when she came home she fell asleep in <laughs> one second she was exhausted it did not take her long to go to sleep once we got here but that's what I, I told everyone that and if you're just tuning in what it was is we had our father-daughter dance, uh, dance date night. for you know date night at our church yeah it's a really and sweet time and uh, we got all dressed up, and Mary Lady had picked out a dress and gotten it ordered and had new shoes and earrings and had her fingernails painted and her hair curled. And, and new I mean, purse. I mean, the works. The works. And, and she surprised Matt. She wouldn't <laughs> let Matt watch while we were getting ready, and she wanted to come down the stairs and surprise him, and, and it was so sweet. Yeah, She, it was she adores her daddy. Well, and I adore her, obviously. And that's the thing. Um, last year was our first one. Yeah. She was seven then. Yeah, you have to be in first grade to go. Right. And last year at the one, I didn't know that towards the end of this thing, they were going to dim the lights in that part of the fellowship hall and crank up some fun music for kids. <laughs> and we were going to dance. I didn't know they were going to. And when they turned that music up last year, she was like, come on, let's go. And, and you, I, I was a little hesitant. Yeah, I'm I like, know. Wait a minute now. I got the full report when you got home last year. She was not happy with you. Not because you wouldn't really dance. Which, you wouldn't do the crazy dance. Look, Roger, let's put it out there. Matt's not much of a dancer. I had to make <laughs> sure he danced at our reception when we got married. He just is not a big dancer. It's he's coordinated. Get on top of your shoes, and he'll be fine. Well, I mean, he's coordinated. He's yeah. good. He just doesn't dance much. I don't do it. It's just it's there's this. It's mental, not your thing. It's a, there's a mental block there oh, about wow. doing it. But but this time but last I night, knew it was coming and you was prepared. ready. You prepared. Well, and we just had the best time. We just acted a fool. We jumped around and look, we were both hot and sweaty by the time you left <laughs> by the time we left and look matt's back was hurting all during the show I, yesterday I and i really everybody. think the dancing helped 
I it helped I you. I felt better today. Well, there you go. So, but you, how long did it take you to go to sleep when you got home? Yeah, not oh, long. I, not long. Well, it, it never, never takes <laughs> Matt long to go to sleep. Matt's Matt's bedtime is that of a second grader. Yeah. In case people are wondering. Yeah, I like Isn't it. Great it. when you get in bed by like nine thirty. Oh, 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 he's been asleep for an hour at nine thirty. Oh, Roger. Wow. Uh, He'll be like, "Oh, I'm tired." I'm like, "It's seven, Matt." Um, how bully, old are you? Bully Bill. Hey, bully on Bill. The, uh, on the country pleasing text line, Bully Bill says, "There's an amusing thought, Matt dancing. Glad yeah. y'all had a great time." Yeah, it was sweet. It's a Valentine's week, so that was a sweet. Yeah. That's a sweet, sweet time that y'all. We share had so much fun, year. and and that's what I was uh, telling folks is that I did not get to watch the game, but I had someone there who was giving me updates. Well, I was gonna text you updates, but I thought, well, he's probably checking Twitter or. I wasn't. That's the thing. I committed to not look at my well, phone I'm throughout proud this of event. You. I'm proud of you, but it was a, the game. My gosh, yeah. it was. Yeah. Well, state was ahead. Then Ole Miss came back. <laughs> I, I was shocked at the outcome. Yeah. Actually, hey, Ole Miss just got hot. They did, and they've been hot. Now they've won three in a row. All three have been blowouts. They just got hot, and now your Rebels go to Kentucky on Saturday. Oh gosh. Well. What's your confidence level? I'm not real confident on that. Kentucky's you know, always really good in basketball. Yeah. I don't know. Are they better? Who? Kentucky. Uh, they're about the same as they always are. Well, they're we'll going see. to win this game. Well, okay. <laughs> I can't remember the guy's name who kept shooting those three-pointers, though. Brian Tyree. So he was hot. He yeah, just he, was... he could not miss. Mm -hmm. And that place was going crazy. Somebody, one of the coaches after the game described it, said it's just one of those nights where, for him, it seemed like the basket was twice yeah. the size. Yeah. It, it was just, the, he has such a pretty shot. It was just a... yeah. Hey, good listen, for the rebels. Um, Friday is Valentine's Day. Oh, I'm glad you know that. And uh, as or as I say with Mary Lydia, I joke around. I call it Valentine's Day. I know you do. And she says, "Daddy, you don't pronounce it right." <laughs> Matt, I've heard you do that a million times. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Valentine's yeah. Day is Friday. For men who are listening, oh, that let's say they have a significant other. Uh, Al the cat, Al the trash kitty has just walked into the studio here. He, he pushed appearance. the door open. Himself. Hey, my mom's listening. She's in Jackson right now. Hey, what's or up? Wait, maybe she's no, she's in Vicksburg. Okay, Vicksburg. So, hey to uh, Debbie, Debbie in Vicksburg. Listen, help us out. If if you're if there's a guy listening and he's you know his wife or his girlfriend, and we're two days out yeah. of Valentine's Day, is what should they do? I mean, should you just should you just do the classic? Just get flowers and a card. What do you suggest? Well, you know how I am. I'm not. I'm not. I love to celebrate. You know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I don't think there's any need to go overboard. I mean, I think roses, chocolate. It's great if you can go to dinner. Um, I think you're always safe with that. A okay. good, a really good card. You always do really great cards. Even if you don't have a card, you write me a note. And I, yeah. that's probably my favorite thing. Handwritten notes. Yeah, notes. Cards. Cards. So I'm just going to throw some devil's advocate stuff at you. But don't forget. So, I mean, so what if, something. what if that girlfriend, that wife is in weight loss mode, like dieting, exercising, <laughs> no chocolate? Well, you could do chocolate covered strawberries. That's a healthy option, don't you think? That's what there's a fruit involved. last night at, at the daddy daughter thing. <laughs> uh, the dessert tables over there. Are you asking that because you and I have been? No, I was just going to tell you this. Eating Mary, healthy. Yeah, we have. Mary Liddy. You more so. I than said, me. Mary Liddy, 
she wanted to go get her dessert. I said, well, why don't you go and you pick out something for me and surprise me, bring it back. And Is she that brought what she back got you? two chocolate covered strawberries. You can't go wrong with chocolate covered strawberries. And then she, she acted surprised when I ate them in one bite. Yeah, like, you, were, you don't nibble on this. You just eat it. No, you just eat it. You just <laughs> eat it. Chocolate will fall off. That's right. You have to take care of that. So. Well, and it's really been fun since we have Mary Liddy. We celebrate with her. Mm-hmm. She really she really loves Valentine's. Yeah. What should, for people that want to do something on Valentine's Day with their date, what kind of stuff should you do? Well, gosh, Matt, it's a work day. So it's a right. Friday. So it's a Friday night. Maybe you even have to wait until Saturday. But I, I say go to dinner. Yeah, go, to the, go to the movies. Okay. We, you and I have never been. When's the last time we went huge. to a movie in a theater? Well, I go all the time. You never go with me. Here's Mary another Liddy. question. You never go with us. When's the last time that me and you. We quit going to Frozen. I, yeah. We, <laughs> right. We, we've been to Frozen. We do a lot of kids movies. <laughs> but that's what I was going to say. When's the last time it was just you and me watching a, a grown up movie yeah, in I don't a theater? Know. I don't know that answer. I mean, how many years has it I been? I honestly don't know. We went and. I don't <laughs> it's know. It's been 10 years. It's been a while. What's the, the Lion, the Witch, and the. What was that? Uh, it, yes. Uh, the, the Lion, the Witch, and a Wardrobe. But it was called. Chronicles something. of Narnia. That's Narnia. It. We saw. <laughs> we went and saw Narnia. We saw. The, <laughs> that was, that's about that it. That was over a decade ago. Yeah. That was. We've got some it. new ones out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know what it was. It was speaking of your mother who's listening in Vicksburg. Mary it's Poppins? When, no, it's when me and you and your mom went to that theater in Clinton. And oh, and we went to see Harry Potter. No, we were going to see that that movie where it was Adam Sandler yeah. and Kevin name? James were firemen. And they were like living together and yeah. they pretended to basically be like partners. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot. That was... To, in, in order for Adam Sandler to keep custody of the kid, I think, or something like that. But we were going to see Harry Potter, man. No, no. What it was is I talked y'all into leaving that movie yeah. and going into Maybe the Harry right. Potter movie. And so we went into the Harry Potter movie. It was kind of dark. And it was one of the, the later, like the, was, one of the last two. It it's really dark. super dark and, and yeah. just <laughs> like devilish. And your that, mom. That, I don't think that was the last time we went to the movies. I think you've been to the movies with me and Mary Lou. Well, I have, but I'm just saying that those were all kids' movies. Well, I'm sure all the listeners understand about going on a date night to the movie when you have kids. You yeah. you kind of you know. I'm curious. I bet you movie go theaters, and see what they see. I bet movie theaters do a big number I think on that's Valentine's a good Day. Date. Yeah, I think that's a good. I think that's a good date. Yeah, Bates. That's it. It was Chuck and Larry. Um. Yeah, that was it. That was the name of that one. Flowers. Yeah. I say flowers. Chocolate card. That's it. Okay. Check it off the list. Check that off the list. And if you do the card, don't just get a card with something in it already and sign your name. Write something in yeah, there. Yeah, make right? sure you write something. Okay. There's your advice, folks, from the homecoming queen. Well, advice from you, too. You do well. You do well on Valentine's. Bully Bill says on the Country Pleasing text, if your wife sleeps in Saturday morning, make her breakfast, serve it with a poem. Uh-oh. Bully Bill's a romantic. Let's get it straight, though. Matt makes breakfast every day. Yeah, I'm He's the breakfast, the breakfast maker. That's it. He says, Country pleasing sausage <laughs> that's for it. breakfast. I know you can. It's true. It's not an yeah. exaggeration. It's delish. That's it. All right. Thank you. That was fun. It was fun. That's the homecoming queen in the Farm Bureau studio. That's it for today's show. We'll see you all tomorrow. Same place, same time. See you then. See ya. See ya. <laughs> You've been listening to the Matt Wyatt Show.